Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome back to the Lynx Golf Podcast. This is digital editor Al Lunsford with Lynx. The Walt Disney World 50-year anniversary celebration begins here October 1st of 2021. Um, the resort is now 50 years old as my fiance is well-versed and has told me plenty about uh, how Walt Disney World is turning 50. She'll actually be there uh, to celebrate later uh, this year. But the magic extends well beyond the walls of the parks uh, as these two gentlemen I'm speaking with today know very well. Um, I'm happy to be joined by Bruce Gearlander, the GM, and Alex Forsyth, the Director of Sales and Marketing for Walt Disney World Golf, to talk a little bit about how golf is ingrained at the most magical place on earth. I was, I was told specifically it's magical is Walt Disney World, happiest is Disneyland in California. And then I got really confused because now it's Walt Disney World Golf is the happiest place on turf. So that was... You know, I'm trying to work through all that in my head, but but thank you guys so much for joining me um, for the conversation. Glad to be here. <laughs> Good. Well, to begin, I kind of want to just give our audience a, an idea. I know if you've been on a family vacation to Walt Disney World or, or thought about it, uh, you may have recognized that they offer a significant amount of, of golf if you were interested in that kind of thing. To begin how many courses, how much golf do you play at Walt Disney World? What's there for the taking for, for golfers on a vacation? Well, well, Al, we're going to throw one more tagline in there for you. And um, we're about to embark on the world's most magical celebration and uh, celebrating Disney's 50th anniversary here, at, uh, here in Lake Bonavista, Florida, uh, adjacent to Orlando. Um, Disney World opened on October 1st, 1971. And uh, two days, or very shortly, we're going to be celebrating that 50-year anniversary. And we're going to be in that celebration uh, for about a period of 18 months. Um, so it's going to be a very long celebration of their 50 years of existence. And operating the golf courses here, uh, the golf courses actually opened on the very same day as the Magic Kingdom back on October 1st of 1971 with the Palm and the Magnolia Golf Course as uh, people know them uh, till this day. Uh, we have in total, we have 63 holes of golf currently. That is three championship golf courses, uh, plus a nine hole uh, walking course, uh, which is engineered more for, for youngsters and novices uh, just getting into the game. Uh, but all three championship golf courses have hosted um, PGA Tour, LPGA Tour and USA, USGA events throughout the years. And I'll get into a little bit of just the kind of pedigree that some of these courses have, um, the events they've hosted and, and the winners there is quite an impressive list. Um, but if you, if you could break down the playing experience, uh, at each of the courses, so you've got the Palm, you've got the Magnolia, uh, the Lake Buena Vista or the 18s and then Oak trails, the nine in terms of playing style, what, what are the distinctions at each of those places? I'll kick it to Bruce for this one. 
Well, the Magnolia is the big brawny course on property. It takes up the largest amount of acreage. For the back tees in the tournament days, they would play it almost up to 74, 7,500 yards. All the courses here were designed by Joe Lee. All the 18 old championship courses were. So there's a little bit of similarity in style. Most of the greens are pushed up greens, bunkering to navigate on your approach shots. But you get the real feel that people walk away with on Magnolia is it's the it's a long golf course. It's a fairly wide open golf course. Um, on the same property as the Palm Course, which is many people's favorite because it gives you a lot of different looks. Um, there's some holes that are very confined by tree lines on both sides, a little bit more water on a few holes, and then you break up on the back nine into a big open meadow and you work around a couple of lakes. So it gives you a lot of different looks. I guess one of the terms might be it's more of a shot maker's course, holes going both directions. Uh, what's nice is a few of the holes play along the roadway so you see the Magic Kingdom parking lot, the Polynesian Resort, whereas most of the Magnolia course, you're on the back side of the property and you're secluded back there with the turkey and the deer. The other 18-hole um, course is Lake Buena Vista. It's over by Disney Springs, winds through some of the Disney Vacation Club units. What's interesting to me when you play there, you really get the feel that you're at Disney. You see Disney Springs. You see the boats going through the canals and honking at players. Some people enjoy that. Some don't. It's the tightest of the courses. It's the shortest of the courses, but it's still a pretty good layout. And as Alex had mentioned earlier, at one point hosted uh, one of the rounds of the Disney Classic, and it also did host the LPGA with the um, Hell South tournament years ago. So they're all three very high quality golf courses. Um, I don't think they're anything backbreaking, assuming that you play the right set of tees, but, but, but they're fun and they're out in some native Florida landscaping and some of the wildlife that goes along with it. So it, it, it's really an enjoyable walk in the park. What makes them really um, unique is uh, that uh, most Florida golf courses wind their way through these either a housing community or a resort in Palm and Magnolia are not like that whatsoever. You, you see um, you know, a lot of different types of wildlife out there, deer, turkey, um, armadillos, just depending upon the time of the day uh, that you're out there. But um, it, it, you know, it is very, very um, nice to get away from the hustle and bustle of, of Walt Disney World or Orlando in general and just be out there and amongst nature at its best. Yeah, you love to see that variety in in a golf destination, um, in in any golf facility. But it sounds like you have a lot of different types of experiences available there for someone looking for a little bit of everything. And and like you mentioned, a pretty good pedigree too. I don't think people realize just how much high caliber professional golf has been played at Walt Disney World Resort. Could you give us a a description of you know? What's been there? Some of the winners on that list, because from what I can tell, it's it's names that are pretty recognizable to the standard golf fan. Yeah, it, it certainly is. We we had 42 years of PGA Tour history here at the, the Walt Disney World Resort, uh, all the way from 1971 through until 2012, and uh, all of the greats of the last few decades have have all played here, um, and. Uh, a good few of them have been fortunate enough to win here, uh, starting in 1971 with 
Jack Nicholas in his, his three-peat of 1971, 72, and 73 back-to-back-to-back -to -back -to -back wins. Well, we played the Palm and Magnolia course for the tournament. I won it in 71, I won it in 72, I won it in 73. Then they went to a best ball tournament. And Weisskopf and I were partners the first year, and I didn't, we didn't win. But I remember going up there and playing, and, you know, they're, they're resort courses. I played well. I won the tournaments, and we had young kids at the time, and we took them into Magic Kingdom every night, and we did all the things the parents do with the, with the kids, and uh, we enjoyed it. It was it was, it was, it was great fun. Disney made it, has made a great contribution to the game. It put, they had golf everywhere where they've been. You know, and then through the through the uh, years after that, following that, it did uh, change a little bit. It went over to be a team event for a couple of for about. Um, just, a, uh, I think, 11 years it was, and then become an individual event again, and uh, we've had Payne Stewart as a winner, we've had um, we've had Vijay Singh as a winner, we've had Tiger in his uh, two wins in 1996 and 1999, um, Davis Love III, Luke Donald, um, you know, becoming the first to win both the um, Order of Merit here in the United States as well as in Europe uh, in the very same year. That happened in 2011. Um, it was Charlie Belgian in our final year in 2012. Just a, a lot of um, tremendous stories come out of that event because of the fact that it was the last event on the PGA Tour schedule before they headed to um, the Tour Championship, which most recently has been played in Atlanta. So it was, um, it was not only the who's who in golf that were playing here throughout all those years, trying to win the order of merit, but it was also some great stories about guys on the bubble trying to make their tour card back for uh, the top 125. Um, as before the FedEx Cup, that was really the end of the PGA Tour season, and, and it, the PGA Tour season really ended here at Disney. Um, so we had um, a lot of great uh, history there associated with that event, but we also had uh, an LPGA event for, for three years um, in uh, the late 1990s. And, um, and we have some history on that as well, as well as a senior PGA Tour Championship uh, back before it was called the Champions Tour. Uh, so these, these golf courses, uh, you know, we started out in the late 60s. The designer of each of these three championship golf courses was Joe Lee. And um, for the most part, they've, they've uh, they're tried and tested and, and true to, the, um, to time. Uh, they have not... They've obviously evolved over time, but uh, for the most part, they're very close to their original design uh, as it was intended back in the 1970s. Of course, golf courses evolve over time, and so we have to make sure and renovate them and keep them up to up to you know today's standards. Hence, why the Magnolia Golf Course was lengthened several times in order to keep up with how far you know the the PGA Tour players were were striking the golf ball. Uh, the the golf course that's been uh, overhauled the most, though, is Disney's Palm. In 2013, we actually brought Mr. Palmer and his design team in and did a, a full overhaul of that golf course with brand new tees, brand new bunkers, and brand new greens complexes. So obviously completely well-maintained for when the tour came into town, and, and it sounds like that has continued to um, be the case. You mentioned Mr. Palmer and his affiliation with the resort now the Honor Palmer golf management team operates the four courses there at Disney. Bruce, what does 
being associated with Arnold Palmer. I know he he's such an icon, and is particularly in Florida in that Orlando community um, with his complex at Bay Hill. But just his general, just being associated with with Mr. Palmer, um, what has that meant for Walt Disney World Golf, um, and and why is he the perfect person uh, to encapsulate the resort's uh, golf offerings? There, there's many stories, and it actually goes back to the inception of the property back when Disney was getting ready to open, as Alex explained back in October of 71, they, um, the Disney executive team had realized that golf was on the map and something that would help um, produce interest and visits to the resort. And they want to hold a PJ tour event. And they reached out to Mr. Palmer, who was living up the street at Bay Hill, about a six miles as the crow flies and brought him in to counsel them on how they would go about starting a tournament. Actually, he ended up agreeing to helping them and made his calls around the tour, Weisskopf and Nicholas and so forth. And the story goes, as he was having that conversation, he saw the monorail passing by in the background and stopped the conversation and said, hey, what's that? And they explained what it was. And he said, you mind if I get a, go on and try it? So they took him up and he was the first non-Disney person, his story goes, to ever ride the monorail. And he thought it was great, drove around the property and it got off, shook their hand, said, I'll be glad to help you launch the tournament. Maybe not quite so factual, but as Alex already explained, Mr. Nicholas, one of his friends that he called up, won the first three tournaments. And I don't know that that went over real well. And one of the shames is Palmer never did win at the Disney property, even though he was linked to it from the beginning. And even though Bay Hill, as I said, right at the street, good neighbors, um, it's just one of those things about kind of full circle is Disney helped the area grow up and Bay Hill became more an important part of the community, not just from the club, but also for their charitable work with the hospitals downtown. And Mr. Palmer became somewhat synonymous with Central Florida and Orlando. Um, the opportunity back in 2011 for the management division to come in and partner with Disney kind of fulfilled that full circle. I know when we go through orientation with our new staff, I share a couple of those stories. And also what's really neat to me is two of the individuals of the last or the late 1900s, Walt Disney and Arnold Palmer had so much impact on this area, have such revered names in the industry. They both have impeccable reputations, very congruent with their values and their mission. And I know what the stories I share with the team and trying to explain what our job is here. Mr. Palmer was always known for, he never met a stranger. He'd meet you, spend two minutes with you. Felt like you knew him your whole life. He made you feel important. He made you feel special and, and welcome. And that's the mission that I try and share with our team here to continue that level of hospitality where we don't have any strangers that come play golf here either our friends or future friends and we want to make them feel warm welcome and comfortable with the time they spend here so i think it was a perfect match between the hospitality of the walt disney company and the arnold palmer name to come together in an area where they've had such a big impact on the community it just makes all the sense in the world yeah i feel like you know even when he's talked about people over the years it's just being able to experience him either playing or, or playing with him uh, have almost revered him and that experience as something magical. So it's, he's, he's the perfect guy. And 
yeah, his, his impact is, is clearly felt there on the Disney property. Yeah, no, not only on the Disney property, but you can't go too far in Orlando without seeing something either related to the name of Palmer or something related to the name of Disney. Um, you know, a perfect example of that is the hospitals downtown and the, the Winnie Palmer Hospital for Children and uh, Women and Children um, or the, the, the Walt Disney World Wing at um, Orlando Health. You know, two inspirational individuals uh, that we get to represent on a daily basis. It, it truly is an honor and a privilege uh, to be able to work in these facilities. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Now, for someone who is either on a vacation to Disney, maybe with their family, um, or has decided uh, that they've, they know enough about the golf at Disney that they want to make a golf trip down, and this may not be common knowledge, but I, I lived in Orlando, and, and I didn't realize until a little later on that all of those courses there, it's not like you have to stay at the resort to play golf at Disney. You can go, and, and it's open to the public. Uh, whenever, but for someone specifically who's going already on vacation and wants to work golf into their agenda, what's the best play to, place to start? How can they do that? And, and what are some options for them in terms of building a golf itinerary at, at Walt Disney World? Well, you're, you're absolutely right. Our, our doors are open to the general public. Uh, there is no restriction or limitation to just um, accommodating those that are staying on property at the resorts, whether you're a member of the general public here in Orlando, a, a part of the local population, or whether you're staying uh, at another resort off of Disney property or are uh, at one of the Disney owned and operated hotels, uh, the golf courses are accessible for everyone. Um, and that goes uh, for our championship golf courses, that goes for our driving ranges. We've got two, two great golf shops with an exclusive line of Disney golf merchandise. And even if you just wanted to come out and shop or, or hit a few balls, or um, we even have a, a relatively unique experience um, in uh, the game of foot golf as well. And, uh, you know, we can certainly uh, talk about that here uh, when we get to that point. But uh, this is uh, something that's uh, welcoming for those that aren't necessarily golfers to bring them out onto our property. We have two locations uh, throughout the Walt Disney World Resort. Now, one's located on the east side of Walt Disney World. And for those that aren't all that familiar with the Walt Disney World Resort, uh, we're about 47 square miles. Um, It's about the same size of landmass as the city of San Francisco, a little over twice the size of Manhattan. It is a big area. Um, Takes about 15 minutes to get from one side of the resort to the other. Uh, so located on the east side of the property is Disney Springs. That's kind of the shopping and entertainment area. And adjacent to that, we have uh, an 18-hole golf facility with its own driving range of practice facilities. Um, and that has its own clubhouse at that location. That is Lake Bonavista Golf Club. And then we have a second location um, for those that have been here before. 
you may have seen our, our second and primary location as you're riding the monorail to the Magic Kingdom, uh, as that houses our Palm, our Magnolia, and Disney's Old Trail uh, golf courses. We have three golf courses, um, 45 holes at that location, and that's located over near the Magic Kingdom, the Poly Disney's Polynesian Resort, and is actually encapsulated within uh, the Shades of Green Resort on that west side of the property. Both are completely public, accessible. If you come here on vacation, you don't have a glove, a pair of shoes. We've got everything to kit you out from start to finish. So even if you came to Orlando and did not anticipate playing golf, we can get you from start to finish. We've got you covered. We've got premium rental equipment, uh, all tailor-made rental equipment. Uh, includes two sleeves of balls with a rental of the clubs. We've got rental shoes as well. If you just, you know, if you're here with the family and you don't have time to play 18 holes, uh, we've got nine hole options for you as well. We have our walking course if you want to bring the juniors out in a much more relaxed environment. And as I've said before, even if you just wanted to come out and hit a few balls on our driving range, just stretch a little bit. Uh, we'll supply you with a couple of clubs and, and sell you a bucket, basket of balls and, and send you on your way to the driving range. So it, it really is for everyone. And uh, we want um, certainly everyone to feel welcome to come out and experience what we have at either of those locations. I love that. That's perfect. Like someone who came down and didn't anticipate playing golf. Maybe they find themselves with some more free time than they expected and can do everything without having to, to pack their own clubs or, or even bring clothes for that matter. And I know you said that, and we talked about how it's open to the public. Anyone can play who's staying in and around Orlando, but there are perks to being a resort guest and playing golf as well. Is that right? There are, you know, and probably the biggest one is the complimentary taxi transportation that you get uh, leaving the resorts and heading to the golf course. Um, Two-way uh, taxi transfer, um, complimentary if you're staying at a Disney-owned and operated resort. Uh, that's, certainly, uh, that's certainly one of them for those that are Disney Vacation Club members. Um, the timeshare component to, to the Walt Disney World Resort uh, there's a standard discount for that. There's a standard discount if you're a theme park annual pass holder. You may be frequent Disney on a regular basis. And we also have uh, programs aligned for those that are local to the, to the Orlando area. Uh, we have a Players Club membership, which is like a frequent player program that has extensive benefits. We, um, we also have an exclusive program for DVC members if they, if they visit us on a regular basis as opposed to just their standard discount. So no matter, um, no matter what type of golfer individual you are, um, you know, we've got a program that will fit. We're a full service golf resort with a director of instruction that can uh, accommodate you. And um, like I said, whether it's the unintended round of golf or you're here on a multiple, uh, multiple day golf group with your, with your friends, um, you know, maybe you're trying to escape the snow in the, in the Northeast and uh, come down to sunny Florida in the middle of winter. Um, you know, we've got a program that will be suitable for them as well. Um, we offer complimentary bag transfer and bag storage and transfer between the golf courses on an everyday basis. Um, again, making it very convenient for you to play multiple rounds of golf. One of the things sure. that I skipped over when I explained the course is I left out Oak Trail, which is our nine-hole walking course. So for someone that wants a quicker round early in the morning, get out on Oak Trail, don't mind walking. 
We have push carts. We also have the robo caddies now that you put your bag on and they just follow you around. Uh, so nine holes is an op if you want to get out before the family maybe gets up. And we also have some early morning and late afternoon um, nine championship courses too. So we're open from sunrise to sunset seven days a week. So if you want to play golf, there's no reason not to get over and scratch that itch. I mean, it's the happiest place on turf. My last question, and I'll pose this to both of you. In terms of the Disney World golf experience, for each of you, what makes it stand out? And then what is your favorite thing to do at the resort that doesn't have anything to do with golf? Let's start with Bruce. Sure. I I think what really, really sets us apart, what I hear, in fact, I just got through reviewing some comment cards and comment scores before we got on the call, is the way that we make our guests feel just from the moniker happiest place on turf. That's one of our people enjoy themselves and allow them to have a good time. Um, Our staff, we really want everyone to feel welcome. Want to make everybody as comfortable as possible. We're not pretentious at all. Now we have a dress code, but if you forget that you show up in your Mickey shirt, you know, we'll probably let you go out and play. It's, it's not a place where um, people that are, purists might always enjoy uh, coming to because it's the relaxed manner. We deal with a lot of families, a lot of young kids, a lot of first time golfers. We're very inclusive, want everyone to feel comfortable, want everyone to have a great time. Um, Some days it's just taking someone out to show them the Mickey bunker. We have one of the most iconic bunkers in the world. Um, Don't know if it's as famous as the road hole bunker, but we do have the Mickey bunker on Magnolia six. And now we have some Mickey bunkers also on the other championship courses. Um, but people just want to get their photo taken in front of that. So I, I would say what sets us different is we really appreciate every person that comes out and we feel it's our privilege and our job to And um, we want them to enjoy today and then come back and see us again next year and the year after that. And your favorite activity off the golf course at Disney? Oh, um, but have to be Space Mountain, I think. Uh, it was the first Disney ride that I can recall and many, many years ago. And to this day, I still think it's a, a real treat. All right, Alex, over to you. Yeah, we certainly, uh, we have great golf facilities and, you know, every golf course out there has reputable designers for the most part. They're, um, they've got very nice, uh, you know, design golf course. They've got good golf course conditions and uh, most of them out there have great customer service. The, the really the competitive advantage that we have is the access to the Disney characters, to the Disney uh, theming, to uh, the expertise that Disney brings to everything that it does. Uh, for example, when you pull up to the front door uh, of our, of our uh, Palm and Magnolia facility, you're confronted with Mickey's golf cart. It's a golf cart that's designed with a Mickey head on the front of it. Absolutely iconic. You can only get it one place in the world. Perfect photo opportunity. And it starts there and it ends 18 holes later. Uh, goes from the, the, um, the, the pin flags to the, the cup liners with the characters on it to the Mickey head T markers. We have a completely unique experience that you can't get anywhere else in the, in the world. Uh, we, we are a PGA tour facility with one of the longest, one of the longest, um, historical references on the PGA Tour. 
and and were completely public. Whereas most of the golf courses on the PGA Tour tend to be more on the private side. We're completely public and we have that access. So anybody can come in here, pay their money, pay the pay the same fee as the, the guy next to them. Um, we may be a member of a high-end private club somewhere um, and he's going to get treated just the same way. He's going to get a fantastic golf experience. It's going to be completely memorable. And that's what we serve up on a daily basis to all of our guests. And my favorite experience at Disney, honestly, it's not any of the rides. I love nothing more. And I actually have it scheduled for tomorrow night. I am going to walk over to Magic Kingdom. I'm going to walk about 50 yards into Magic Kingdom and sit down on a park bench at the end of Main Street, USA. And I just love watching people's faces and how this place makes them feel. And, um, you know, I urge all of our staff here that if at any point they become jaded by the whole Disney World day in, day out, uh, just to go do the same thing, uh, because it, it will change your outlook uh, for the better. There's no doubt about it. I love it. Well, I want to thank you both for your your time and your expertise, and congratulations on 50 years of, of magical golf, and, and here's to another 50 in the future. Um, thank you again for your time. I really appreciate uh, having us today. Um, yeah, and I wanted to touch on one thing for the non-golfers, the full golf experience. You've got to come and check, got to come and check it out. You play, um, you know, play around our old trail golf course four afternoons a week, kicking your way around with a soccer ball. Don't need to know how to hold a club, how to swing a club. Um, anybody can do it. You bring grandma and your grandkids out, whether you're three or 83. You really don't need much in the way of physical ability to do it. So uh, it's almost like taking your family to play mini golf. Everybody can enjoy it. And um, you know, for the non-golfers out there, for sure, that's an experience not to miss. Yeah, got to give it a try. I've, I've seen it around, but I haven't done it myself yet. So it gives me another reason to come and see you guys. Thanks. But all right, I appreciate your time, you guys. Appreciate your time. Okay. Yeah.